And on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, I want to welcome the rumblers, the ranters, the truthers. I'm sorry sometimes for uh, this delay, not for the people that obviously are listening on audio, but the people on Rumble that waited to tune in, but it, the, the connections between Rumble and other sites is is a little questionable. Wobbly. Yeah, questionable is a good word. Anywho, on that note, welcome to the world. According to Ben Stein, remember you subscribe to our email, benstein.substack.com. Also, uh, you can find Ben, of course, on True Social Media. And thank you, everybody, for uh, all the comments, the five the five star reviews on Apple, and all that stuff. Uh, Forty five, fifty reviews in a week. It's amazing. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and thank you for all the comments. And on that note, let's welcome. Mr. Big Shouldn't Bear we himself. Shouldn't we be waiting? Shouldn't we be? Should we, we have one more person to introduce? Well, I first I'm going to introduce Quadruple okay. B, okay. managing <laughs> editor of AM Greatness, uh, man getting ready for Thanksgiving, Ben Boychuk. Great to ben, be here, as always. So good. You look so tasty. That's oh, yummy, wow. Yummy stuffing. Very, very good. Very good. Very good. Good to see everybody. <laughs> I'm not even sure what the response is to that. And of course, me stuffing. of course, the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, speechwriter to two presidents and part of one. Of course, he's a multiple Emmy Award winner. He's an economist. He's a lawyer. Most importantly, he is a father and a husband. But second, most importantly, he is the doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And today I tried to do something that seemed impossible. And I have to say... It was. It was to eat this fudge. It's, it's really fudge. It's not. It's nothing. Not, no, no sarcasm here. No double meanings here. It's fudge, and I tried to eat all of it without it making me deadly fat and sleepy. Didn't work. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is quite funny. And uh, I don't know how to always follow your uh, humor quite up, but yes, Ben Stein is quite the humorous man. And I, I really need to get into something. Oh very, my God. I, I really need to get into something uh, very rather quickly because I'm not sure people realize this. I was discussing this with Ben Boychuk today. I'm not sure if most people realize that senators serve six ter- six years. I knew and, that. Uh, thank you. Of course you knew that, but I'm talking about most Americans. <laughs> Uh, I am not talking about Ben Stein or quadruple B Ben Boychuk, but uh, I don't believe that. And the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is because there is an extremely important Senate seat coming up in Georgia. Now, I realize that the best we could do is tie. I realize that. But on the side note, if Herschel Walker does not win, we have this, uh, uh, what, what would you call him? Um, Golgotha. Uh, uh, right, Ben Boy, Ben Boy, right? uh, that, That's not a bad. That may not be a bad comparison. We 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 have a, a black supremacist running against a black supremacist. It goes a little farther than that, my dear. I, I'm trying to be kind. And uh, why? You, why should we be seriously? Why should we be nice to this guy? I agree. He's a he's an anti-Semitic anti. I, I agree a hundred percent. There's no reason to be nice to him. But uh, uh, take that as take that out of the equation. Uh, take that aside. Uh, the people of Georgia voted in Brian Kemp 
and he won handily against Stacey Abrams. Florida voted in Ron DeSantis, and he he went won handily over Charlie Crist. Uh, now, people what people also don't know Ben is geography. You could walk from Georgia to Florida. You in one second, it went right on the border. Right it, it, that's, ex- that, that's exactly right. So DeSantis won by twenty. Kemp won by what? Quadruple B, close to six points. It's like six, yeah. Yeah, close to six points. Walker is down by four points. What the hell is going on? Get- I can tell you what's going on. Very, very. I don't know if you want a joke answer or a real answer. Both. How about well, both? I'll give you the real answer. The Democrat Party in Georgia, highly left wing, highly organized. Left wing parties tend to be very, very aggressive, full of energy. Uh, much, much more so than Republicans. Republicans are fine people. I'm a Republican and Judas Republican, Ken Republican, and we're all fine people. But the Democrats in Georgia, especially, have always been extremely militant and well organized. So we yeah, we look we look to that. I, I, I but Ben, but Ben, so. Ben, if I could, sorry to interrupt. Brian Kemp is a Republican, won by five points. I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is. The left wing of the Democrat Party in Georgia has gotten behind Warnock in a gigantic way. They have raised an unimaginable amount of money from various uh, ethnically uh, questionable groups in Georgia. Not not ethnically questionable because they're black, because uh, I don't really care whether they're black or not, but it's I consider them ethnically questionable because they are, at least as far as I know, often very anti-Semitic. And I would consider them similar to the Sturm Abteilung of the Nazis before the Nazis took power. And they are very scary. They're overwhelmingly frightening. And uh, they have gotten a uh, their hooks into the Georgia voters in a big, big way. Yes, except they couldn't get Stacey Abrams over the line. I know that because Stacey Abrams, if I may say this, I'm sure she's a fine person, and I'm sure she'd be really good, good and bad. But she is revoltingly; her appearance is revolting. Whereas uh, uh, Warnock, while he is is well, he is genuinely revolting, uh, it has some kind of appeal in terms of the way he looks. I don't know why. To me, he looks like uh, black Goebbels. But uh, there you are, black, uh, <laughs> black. Uh, <laughs> Black Berea, but, I, but that's just me. Uh, what's funny is the New York Giants have actually have a running back named Berea. But quadruple B to the the bigger point I'm raising, and uh, is if DeSantis is who the Republican, there's one of two things that's going on here. Either, and I said this to you, either DeSantis is a regional character with no with no national popularity, because if he had national popularity, him and Kemp are powerful he and, enough he and Kemp. He, he and camp are powerful enough to help walker in the end zone except except that the left wing of the democrat party in georgia has gotten has grown their whole self body and soul and behind mr mr warnock why because he is the most militantly left-wing black candidate probably in the country except for the ones the crazy ones in the upper Midwest, the genuinely insane ones 
like you know, like uh, Elon Omar. Um, that that is why we have got it's a different Nazis. In 1943, things were very dicey for the Nazis. They just lost the Stalingrad. And so suddenly, all of a sudden, appears a miracle worker in the form of Goebbels. And he says, I can lead you out of this mess and lead you to the promised land of victory. That's Warnock. Yes, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. But getting back to a quadruple B, DeSantis, I, wanted to, I want to see him in Georgia. If you're this powerful figure that supposedly has a chance of running in two years, you, it, it, one of two things I said to you is happening. He's not, like you said, he's not running. He's not as powerful as he is. Or Mitch McConnell told him to sit it out. You mean it's not as powerful as he seems to be? As he seems to be, quadruple B. Right. So, yeah, that or or the other possibility. See, I think I, I'm leaning toward the view that he will not run for president in 2024. Um for a couple of reasons. If uh, one is that if he were interested in um, raising his standing in the in the party to uh, underscore his bona fides in the party, then of course he would be in Georgia. He would have been in Georgia this this past weekend. He would have be be, be there. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. But but what has what has scared him away? I, think I would say it's one of two things. It's either Mitch McConnell. Or he doesn't want to be associated with a Trump-backed candidate. It's it's one of two things. I I, I, I there, there's nothing else to me of why he's because if Ron DeSantis runs for president, he's gonna have to run in the state of Georgia. So uh, quadruple B, that's the point to me. It's you're right. He that, that's a that's a brilliant point. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Quadruple. No, B. no, no, no. If no, you're gonna no, say no, it's a, you're gonna say it's a brilliant point, keep going. It's a well, brilliant point because you're hung like a stallion. No, it's a brilliant <laughs> point because it's a brilliant point because the uh, I think the, the, the Warnock people in Georgia are so well organized, so militant, so scary that people don't want to take them on. It's like people did not want to take on the Sturm Amtlung in Germany in the late 1920s and early 1930s. The, the, the Democrats have just found a candidate who fits their motion angry, militant, jazzed up as a uh, scary racial superiority teams. Uh, and and it, it scares scares anyone to take them on. It, it seems to, that's a good point, except it doesn't scare one person, quadruple B. And, who is, and, that, and it, that's exactly right. It doesn't scare Trump. And they're trying to scare Trump, quadruple B, into not going in. Now, I just want to, before I get into quadruple, I just have to say this. There's this constant theme of, well, they're just not that good of a candidate. And I was thinking to myself today, nonsense. take Warnock out of the equation, take Omar, the squad. The Democrats have literally had a murderer as a senator. They've had a, Wait four, a second. Who's that? Who's that? Teddy Kennedy. They've had oh, you're not kidding. They've try, had a try, former. They, they've had yeah. a former grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. I'm not sure he raised to, was raised the level of grand wizard. He well, he he was he was quite high yeah. official. He, he, he had a yeah, he had he had a big pillow sheet quadruple B. So don't tell me Herschel Walker's not qualified. No, but you don't understand. You, you, you have really not got. You have really not gotten what I've been trying to. I know. I understand what I understand. No, I don't think you have. Yes, you have I. Not, no, you haven't. You haven't gotten the fact that this Mr. Warnock 
is uh, appeal appeals dramatically, incredibly well to the extreme left of whatever is in Georgia that is extremely left. And obviously that state has changed. I mean, I can remember very, very well when a candidate who owned a restaurant that gave out ax handles to help its patrons keep black, black possible patrons from coming in, one for governor. And uh, Lester Maddox. And uh, uh, so that state has just changed fantastically, dramatically, unbelievably from being a reliably left right wing state to being a reliably ultra left wing state. That has changed a lot. And whatever energy they had in that ultra left wing sector has all gone to Mr. Warnock. Yes, except just to amplify the point, um, it seems like it seems like Georgia is more of a purple state than a than a than a hard left state, but but just you know to to underscore what you just said a moment ago, Ben, um, uh, the AIARP put out a poll out of Georgia uh, today or yesterday, showing uh, among other things, you know Warnock is is attracting eighty eight percent of the black vote, but more disturbing, he seems to be getting about fifty four percent of the independent vote. And he's sweeping up the youth vote, which why uh, now why Ben Boychuk? I would like you you tell me why that is. Aside from the fact that the youth vote is synonymous with a stupid vote, I, well, I think that that's pretty well sums it up. I, I I just I think that the 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 Republican brand, if you want to call it that, among among millennials and, and uh, the generation now coming of age, Generation Z, uh, is 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 garbage uh, with those voters. I love that. 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 That's a very, very cruel, tough thing to say, but it's true. I mean, if you see garbage and, and you don't call it garbage, what are you? You're garbage. So, so uh, yeah, but but it, it is a scary thing. Well, let's, let's assume we lose in Georgia. And let's hope and pray we don't, but let's assume we do. So what? I mean, what happens to this country that's so incredibly terrible? Nothing that terrible happens. We still have the rest of the United States, and we're going to have a strong showing, obviously not as strong as we'd like, in the House of Representatives, uh, and uh, we, we have lots of chances. What we don't have yet is a reliable media wall for, just, for the conservatives in this country. There is no there is no uh, equivalent to what Fox News was when it started a number of years ago. And, and we need that desperately. Yes, we have the world according to Ben Stein. That's not the same as the young, virile uh, 20th century Fox News. I'll tell you why it makes a huge difference, quadruple B, with the senators. is because we love Clarence yeah. Thomas over here. And Clarence Thomas is not getting any younger. Right. And there's a big difference between the Senate being 50-50 and in, a, in two years taking over the Senate by one seat. Two seats are a lot harder, obviously, to take over these days. And Clarence Thomas is not getting any younger. And that is a... That so is maybe a, that's what we need to do, is get something to make him younger. <laughs> we need to give uh, Clarence Thomas... Uh, I've got a question here from the Vice President for Technical Resources. Yes, Vice President for Technical Resources. You might as well just turn off that bad yes. boy. 
I'm going to open that window. Really that's right. my wide. And out there, we usually is where we keep our racehorses, let them breathe in some nice West Hollywood air. Oh, that's very good. Maybe open that. Uh, maybe, maybe open that uh, curtain. You see, we we operate on a large scale. Just like the fact we have no money. Uh, it so happens that Ben Boychuk inherited a great deal of money, so uh, he, 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 <laughs> he is able to keep us in the right kind of resource. It's it's, it's, a, it's an absolute huge budget. But quadruple B to people like Ben, and it, it, this is where he's really under underestimating it. Is we have the Supreme Court right now? We do. We right and, now. And, and and sadly, they they allowed the Democrats to get to go into Trump's tax returns or try to seize them. Uh, the Supreme Court that he got in. But quadruple B, we're not. Like I said, I'll get back to it. We need to win the Senate in two years. We need those votes. So Herschel Walker is important. And every Republican that is that has any brand to them has got to get to Georgia. That's all I'll say on that. Grant marching through Georgia. That's what's happening with the Democrat Party. They are and we could have the heat of Grant marching through Georgia. We don't want to have that happen. It doesn't seem to make any good. I, your humble servant, not at all a wealthy man. Give giving them several, I don't remember, maybe five thousand, maybe seven thousand, maybe eight thousand for this campaign. I don't remember exactly how much. And uh it doesn't do any good. I mean, how much do they need? They seem to have re- reached whatever number you can reach by money. They now need some way of proving that they're and that, super super black. And that is my point, quadruple B. Get the people on the ground. It, yeah. it, it, we're talking about a hundred thousand votes. We're talking about a hundred and fifty, maybe a hundred, a hundred fifty thousand votes that shifts this race. That 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 carryover from Florida and Brian Kemp winning by six points should have something quadruple B. Yeah, you'd think so. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this this one point because I think I mean it's it's fine to be uh you know, it's fine to be focused on this election and it's and it's fine to be concerned about the Supreme Court. But if we're talking about if we're if we're if we're talking about, you know. The fate of the nation or whatever, hanging on either one Senate seat or one Supreme Court justice, this country is. Buggered, you know, it, it, we we are in a bad place in this republic when we're looking to Herschel Walker, for God's sake, or, or even a great man like, like Clarence Thomas uh, to, to, you know, be the bulwark of the constitution, you know? And so, so that really does actually speak to your point, Judah, because as I say over and over and over again on this show, um, the, the way we're going to, we're going to save this country, if it can be saved at all, is going to have to be done at the very local level. It's if you bring this up one more time, I'm nominating you for a position in the Big Bear City Council. I'm going to steal your identity. Wait, why why is why is it bad for him to point out what is the no, crux of the I, I love that he brings it up, but there's nobody better than being on the state assembly than a guy like Quadruple B. A I man who I, I would be better off on a, in California is like 
be working for a toilet cleaning squad. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, there's not, but by the way, there's nothing wrong with being on a toilet cleaning squad. Toilets are incredibly important. No, but I might, I might, you know, school board might be something worth pursuing. You That's know? even worse. Oh, it's, 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 oh, it's the worst of the worst. But, but it's also where things get, where things get done. And, and and this is something again that that the Democratic Party has understood since certainly since uh, term limits came to came to be in this state, they understood that that they needed to develop a, a deep bench of candidates, and they would do so um, not just with with community activists, but they would get people on on these boards that nobody pays attention to: school boards, water boards. Uh, non nonpartisan city council races, which is which is a nice and stealthy way to 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 um, worm your way into into uh, political office. I, I totally one hundred percent agree. But as you say the Democrats have a deep bench about this kind of thing. Why don't the Republicans? Because the Democrats are much more focused and much more energetic psychologically. There is a big difference psychologically between an activist Democrat and an activist Republican. Activist Republican is a fine person, decent, very good human being, has right views on many, many issues. But an activist Democrat is going to be out there slashing tires and cutting throats. I mean, he's got, they're going to be tough and mean. They're, going, they're just a whole different new, whole different dimension in violence. Democrats I, understand... Democrats understand politics better than Republicans do, and Republicans have a a a I don't know an innate, an innate disdain for politics. They don't understand politics. Democrats understand politics. It's as simple as that. I, I, politics as of twenty twenty two might not have worked in politics as of nineteen fifty four. I'm old enough to remember. But you guys are not. This country is because become a country much more susceptible and much more vulnerable to extremely violent and and, and militant uh, answers to uh, problems or so so called answers to problems. You see, you're, you both are raising great points, but it, I think it most importantly gets back. Wait a minute. Right, let's let's be honest. Here. Who's raising a greater point? Uh, of course, Ben Stein. I'm kidding. But uh, but uh, getting back to your point, which is I've been discussing this quite a bit with Boychuk via text, is that fourth wall. And it's breaking that fourth wall that you keep on talking about, which is the media. And until we figure out a way to to what Trump did, which 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 Brit, which was breaking that fourth wall, uh, you're you're right. It's it's it, a lot of this does seem extremely hopeless. It is it is hopeless. And where okay okay now we now we get to an important point. Where do the Republicans get people who are going to go into the media and fight like hell in the media? Well, I see some of them. When I go to dinners. I beg your pardon. I don't mean to cut to uh, compete with your fine magazine, uh, but at the American Spectator. But I noticed those people are, they're calm, they're sensible, they're not wild and militant. That's, that, the Democrats have figured out that they need people who are wild and militant. The Republicans have not. They, they still want gentlemen. You see, you're, you're 100% correct, and this is what Quadruple B and I have been discussing. Uh, obviously, Truth Social is new. Elon Musk accidentally bought Twitter. 
Uh, Peter, you don't Thiel. accidentally spend forty-four billion dollars. Well, you on do website, when you dude. when you do when you committed to having to buy it. And uh, Tesla, by the way, lost six hundred seventy billion dollars worth of uh, their value since last year. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then you have a site like Rumble. So there you have quadruple B, two Silicon Valley guys, which are Peter Thiel and Elon Musk. And Elon Musk seems to be all in on being anti-Democrat. And then you have President Trump. And there's got to be something, as Ben Stein is is talking about, with those three starting something. They, and maybe it's, a, it's wishful thinking. Obviously, we know Rumble does not have the bandwidth of a YouTube, but we're talking about a start that those three could possibly do quadruple B. I, you know, I, I, it's a moment, it's clearly wishful thinking because Trump came out the other day, you know, when, when Musk led him back onto Twitter, you, you know, the Twitter account's back, but he said he would be sticking with truth. And, he, and I think he said something to the effect of, and, and I think Twitter has some problems right now. Yeah, yeah, um, but he's sort of legally bound to truth. There's, there's, there's certain legalities with him not being able to just jump over to Twitter. Sure, he's, he's got, he's got to wait six hours after a post, and there's no point in Trump going to Twitter right now. That's like the sure. super reveal. Why two months away announce that you're going to Twitter? Right, right. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I would, I would love to see something happen. I would love to see. You know, truth was meant to be an alternative to Twitter. It's a, it's a, it's a lot more stable than it was when they first launched it. Um, uh, it still has, it's still has some weirdness about it. But I, I, you know, I, I need to get back on there a little more frequently. But, but um, I just, I think that a lot of this stuff is, um, is, is maybe just a little bit premature. I, I don't, I just can't, can't quite put my finger on it, but I just don't think, I just don't think um, we're focused on the right stuff right now. Well, I think and Ben's I think point what is- What would be the right, what would be the right, so like, well, right for my own part- It's not on message, not on, not on goals, but message. I mean, we've got a Democrat party that understands that this is a different country. This is a country in which you express your love of your fellow man by burning down stores and police stations. Right. That's not the America that I, I, I'm much, much older than you do, that, I, that you and I grew up with. That's not the America that we know and love. The Democrats have understood that. The Democrats are very largely at this point an ethnically centered party, and that ethnicity, very unfortunately for them especially, is very inclined towards violence and and arson we are we as republicans are not and uh, so we are do not make much traction with those people the, the, the black people in this country have seen the way black people have, were treated before before the end of slavery and even in, during reconstruction they are still fucking furious about it sure yeah no it, it it's just it's yeah it's it it seems to me that uh we're not going to get back on track in this country until, for example, we do something with education until, as you said, a moment That's ago. Rich, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Do you see the statistics about education and today's, today's school, school children might as well be blocks or, or, or cinder blocks. They don't know anything. They, right. don't wanna, they don't want to know anything. 
How are we going? How are we going to teach you, teach your typical seventh or sixth, seventh, eighth graders who, who all they want to know is learn how to do the latest dance, do the latest media move in terms of what shoes to wear, and and do the latest uh, sexual intercourse to produce more of their kind. I, I want to tell you a little story which, to me, summed up what was going on in this great America, which I love beyond any way you can measure it. The other day, I went into a branch of Chase Bank, which is a very, very, very big bank. And uh, I went, I, I, I was cashing a check or doing something, I forget what. And uh, the, the bank teller, a very pleasant black woman, uh, and I were chatting, because, and I said to her, where are you from? By which I meant, are you from uh, San Diego? Or are you from Las Vegas? Are you from LA? And uh, she she said, "Ooh, she said, can't ask that question." I I said, "Why not?" And she said, "Because if you say the wrong word in the wrong neighborhood, you could get shot." And you, and you also have to ask people what size shoe they wear, but they'll know they're, they're, you'll know whether they're worth killing. You could take their shoes. And I thought to myself, "Holy cow! It's really have we really gone down that far?" Maybe we have, or maybe we have, maybe we have, maybe that woman was particularly imaginative. But that was a very scary encounter. I'll tell you something, though. You just brought back a memory because this actually happened to us as when we were kids in Brooklyn. And I told you we were in a very, uh, I've shared we were in a very uh, uh, safe neighborhood. But once you crossed a certain part, you were no longer safe. And we were encountered. And somebody said to my friend, what size shoe do you wear? And he said size 10 and, and, the, and the guy took his shoes and uh and I, I remember that like it was absolutely yesterday but you're completely right about that but to ben's point quadruple b what he's saying and i really do get it is this tarantino is a really good interview that people should watch with him because he's been discussing this uh how bad movies are he hasn't you know pretty much nothing since 1990 and uh, he had a revision, he changed his mind on the 80s. But quadruple B, he said, because people always love to ask the question, could Blazing Saddles be made today? And his answer to that is, will people have the balls to make Blazing Saddles today? And no, that's where no, we're, and no, no, but that's what Republicans are missing, is the balls to make a Blazing Saddles. Well, because, because there, this is an America which, like any country, like even like England or France or Scotland, uh, is scared of violence. Nobody nobody who lives quietly out in a suburb, uh, by the way, I'm in a very nice suburb, and all I hear for the last half hour is police sirens and air. The emergency vehicles never stop. Anyway, uh, there's a uh, there's a this is a different America. People don't seem to understand this is not white America anymore. This is mixed race America. And it's a mixed race in which the part a large part of the mixture is inclined to violence, and we are unfortunately have, have fallen down that trap, and there's no coming out of it. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm going to be Mr. Brightside tonight. Jay Wink, I don't think all... all I, oh, wait, I, who's, who's Jay Wink? He, uh, one of the ranters, uh, a loyalist of the show. I, I, I do believe, 
listen, I know Ben's not a huge fan of uh, Tarantino's work. I absolutely love his. I, I absolutely love a lot of his old stuff, Quadruple B. But I think there, there, there were there are people like Trump. And my whole point why I brought up the show tonight with DeSantis is because I don't believe DeSantis is that transformative of a candidate. I don't know who 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 is the next Trump. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we still have Trump, Quadruple B. But I, I don't know. I want to start seeing, as Ben also wants to start seeing, Republicans fighting back, fighting back against race. What's the worst thing they could call you? A racist again? They called you that last week. What's the worst thing they could call you? A misogynist? They called you that last week. Or a transfer. We're a homophobe, quadruple B. Wait, wait, this is such a good point. It's amazing. Where the hell do these people get any kind of media backing for calling people a transphobe? For God's sake, how many transes are there in this whole big country? This is a country of something roughly like 340 million. How many are transes? <laughs> but quadruple B is exactly right, and you get the point. What what could they call you worse, quadruple B? What can they call you worse? And you're not going to win the old-fashioned way as Ben is talking about. It doesn't matter if DeSantis or any Republican or Yunkin with his Mister Rogers look it thinks that they could squeak by on this. They have to have imagination like Reagan. The brains, uh, the the brains of a Nixon, the energy of a Trump. They, they they have to seize the landscape, and there is a landscape to seize. I don't see that candidate. I see the one candidate being Trump and having the energy and the moxie to do a quadruple B. But I just grab it, quadruple B. Well, it. Yeah, it may not be so easy to grab. I mean, it's not a question of being called names. It's 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 a question more of uh, the consequences of being called those names. I know, but but, but, I, but I, and you're entirely right, Ben Boychuk. What? Why are there such severe consequences to being called a transphobe? Who gives a shit if you're called well, a transphobe? How many phobes? How many transes are there in this country? I mean. I, I shop every, almost every day. In fact, in a few minutes, I'm going to go shopping again at a store called Pavilions in West Hollywood. It is just ground zero for every kind of sexual deviance, or, or I should say sexual choice, sexual choice. Uh, and how many of them are there? They seem like a lot when you're walking down the, the aisle for different kinds of teas and different kinds of sugars. But when you once you get out on the street, even in the streets of West Hollywood, they're not that many. That's exactly right, Quentin. What I'm talking about is the small but growing number of people who have spoken out on platforms like YouTube. And not only have they lost their access to YouTube, but they've lost access to PayPal. They've lost they're they're banned from from using Uber. They're banned from from uh, using DoorDash for. Wait, wait, let me let me let me let me back up. Let me back up, Ben Butcher. I've never used Uber, and I've never used. You have Uber. used Uber. I've just I've ordered it for you, but you've gotten. Well, you, into- no, you you you've gotten into the car. I haven't gotten into the car, but or, you, or somebody who works for me has gotten into the car. I don't go into Uber. I'm sorry, with that, with the greatest possible respect. I started one day to go into Uber. That is true. And the driver was so rude, I should just stop the car. I want to get out. And I right, anyways, go go on. Sorry. 
Right. So, the, the, so what I'm talking about is not it's not a matter of being called a fascist. It's being called a fascist and then having large corporations take away access to banking, to transportation, to, uh, tra- you know, uh, services that people have come to rely upon simply because you've been tagged as a um, uh, as a political untouchable. OK, well, and, in that, in that, OK, then in that case. We might as well just uh, kiss our ass goodbye well, and uh, move to some kind of rural fastness like North Idaho and uh, where people are going to be treated a little better. I think what you said earlier, Ben, frankly, uh, you know, it was the, the first time really on this program that I, I have heard you be so pessimistic because the bottom line when it comes to education goes, is that education in the United States is the basis of, 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 of self-governing people. If we don't have that, we don't have a republic. And so maybe- We don't have a republic in the we future. Don't. It's true. It's a, it's a total disastrous mess. I mean, I, I, I myself am no longer in public school by quite a bit. Uh, and uh, But what I hear from parents of children in public schools is terrifying about what they're being taught. It's absolutely terrifying. And yes, Ben. And quadruple B nice. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you teach Ben? No, he's got a no, daughter. No, I don't. No, no. But no, you're you're right about that. And also the very expensive uh, private schools in your neck of the woods, Ben. They're, they're, they're in some ways even worse politically. They're just as, as woke as woke can be. But I don't uh, know anything about them. I, I really don't. I really don't. I mean, I'm well, way too so old to know about really, them. All of this reminds me of Gosh, Harry Jaffa, who was the sort of intellectual godfather of the Claremont Institute, died in 2015. And I remember at the funeral, Larry Arn, who is um, president of Hillsdale College, gave one of the place, very good place, very good place. And Larry, I at um, at the gathering afterwards, I was chatting with Larry a little bit, and and it was a it was he had. He's a typically optimistic guy, too, but but he kind of let on that, you know, it's possible that the kind of work that that Hillsdale's doing and the kind of work that we're doing in various places, American Greatness, American Spectator, we're, we're, we're basically preserving, attempting to preserve for a future generation teachings that may one day be recovered. Because I think there's a lot to there's a lot to that. And so, as, as my as my uh, wife world's best human being would say that's a heart-rendering situation and it, well, that's it, kind of it though I, no I mean, can I, I i used to wonder you know i used to wonder 25 years ago just you know what would things what would things get better or worse in my lifetime and in some ways you know i i don't miss aspects of the 1970s i don't miss first stage smog alerts but i miss some of the freewheeling, <laughs> you know, attitudes of those days. Well, and I think well, we, it's funny. My wifey, my big wifey, as we call her, we're watching a documentary. Uh, I forget what it was about, but something about, oh, it was about Congress, it was about Congress from uh, that very excellent, excellent, excellent documentary filmmaker, Ken Burns. Very, I consider very much a communist, but that's a, uh, that's in my wacky opinion. It has no connection with truth whatsoever. Uh, but they are raving and calling to the Congress for making sure that everybody in America 
has a, something, I, this, I'm not saying it's precisely right, had access to the same amount of money for education. And the tower was going to make things great. It didn't make things great at all. It just meant that a lot of money was being shown, thrown down rabbit hole to which there's no bottom. And there is just going to be an act, a try to access the primitive brain of Central Africa, which has somehow been imported into America. And that we, we did, we did it ourselves. We did it ourselves. We did, they didn't do it themselves. They were just happily busily doing whatever they did in Central Africa. Now they're here in large numbers and in large numbers, they're taking over the school system. That's terrifying. You know, uh, you both uh, raise great points. I want to shift this a little bit because I think it's really important, by the way, for people that are listening, you are listening to the World According to Ben Stein, and we will be here on Thanksgiving. And I want to transition. And believe me, the wifey and I are going to be doing a lot of thanking God for Thanksgiving. And we and we all should. But the reason I bring this up is because uh, uh, quadruple B, you, you you brought up a really good point of like we're documenting, we're we're, we're saving, we're saving in time, like a Rod Serling like the, episode, like the I know, like like the Irish priesthood, Irish monks, Irish, yeah. Irish monks who preserved civilization and Christianity as the hordes, the barbarian hordes swept through Europe. Absolutely. I think of the Democrat Party at this point as being like Genghis Khan. Came all that ponies all the way from Asia to take over all of Europe and passed Vienna and, and was about to take over all the West and Western Europe when suddenly he got a message by horseback that uh, his, I think his father or grandfather was, was dying back in Asia and they needed him back there. So they came back. But otherwise, we would all be, well, we Jews wouldn't be alive at all, but there would be, uh, it would be a totally different world. It would be a world dominated by the theory and practice of Mongolian savages. Okay, so I'm going to offer some hope. Okay, I good, want to get good, back to good. I, I'm good. I, I'm going to offer some hope too. I want to get, I want to get, I want fudge. I want to get back to this Tarantino thing where he said, he was talking about the Marvel universe. And he said, don't get me wrong, he grew up loving Marvel. And he said, Chris Evans isn't a star. Captain America is the star. Mm-hmm. The characters of those movies. And Ben was talking to me. We were driving the other day. And he said, I'm not a celebrity like that. And I said, no, you're an icon. You're an icon. You'll have, you'll, you, ben Stein will have been in a movie that in 150 years, people will still be watching. He's a freaking icon and iconoclast. And the reason I bring that up is because before the show, we were joking and I said, gobble, gobble, gobble. And another brief movie, a moment that Ben was in a movie, which was planes, trains, and automobiles. Now I have a firm belief that the John Hughes of the world are not dead. I mean, John Hughes is God rest his soul, but he, 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 he put on us, just like historians did with knowledge, he put on us love. He put on us, this Thanksgiving, I'll be watching planes, trains, and automobiles, okay? And, and there's a hunger in this country. I believe this. I have to believe this. There's a hunger for wanting good, for wanting those things that made us special. And I believe we outweigh those people that want to destroy it. We're just not loud enough. 
Okay. We're not energetic enough. Yeah. There's tremendous energy within the Democrat left wing party. The Democrat party is not the Democrat party, by the way, that I grew up with, with nice, quiet, fairly, fairly calm people like Adlai Stevenson and Estes Kafaver. The Democrat party is now much, much, much more like early, early stage of the Bolshevist wing of the Communist Party. And, but Judah is right. It still can be overcome. We still do have amendments to the Constitution that the Supreme Court will honor. And by the way, yes, that that the blow from the Supreme Court saying that uh, the Bolsheviks could look into Trump's uh, income tax returns was a hard blow indeed. Because if you look into anyone's income tax returns, you're going to find some shit. I mean, it's like what uh, it's like what Huey uh, Long said: "Dirt's a funny thing." It uh, sticks to everything, and it's to the bottom of everything, and it's what makes the plants grow, and it's what makes the, uh, the algae grow and the algae, algae grow in the ocean. That that's what people's income tax returns are, and uh, I'm I'm very very much afraid, very very much afraid that's what's going to bring down forever Donald Trump. Because I have a feeling that people look at those income tax returns if they look with care, they're going to just be blown out of the water by what he has done with the IRS code. Yeah, you're you're listen, that's when they want you the IRS, they, that's they get how, you. They get that, you. That, that's how they've gotten everything. But quadruple B, I, I say this to you, the numbers prove to me that I'm not crazy. Okay, when I was I'm talking about culture, I'm talking about strictly culture right now, which I think is is, is so important. And qual and, and quality of culture and content of culture that we were raised on, that we were raised on by people like Ben Stein, is not dead. We've been we've been pushed to the side. But if 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 if, if people really cared, more than three people would watch. T- Ten million people would watch the late night shows. Three million people would watch uh, the American Music or whatever award shows. Nobody's watching quadruple B. Nobody's watching this stuff they're trying to sling at us. That means that we're winning. We just don't know it. We just have to create the content to take it to that next level, quadruple B, if take that made any the, sense. Ah, take it to the level. Yes, yes, yes. Take it. Take it to the next level. Exactly. I think the the I mean, it's it's a fledgling effort, but the Daily Wire is putting something like $100 million into an original entertainment, which uh, that's not nothing. I haven't I uh, I haven't actually seen any of the movies they've put out. Um, I've never even heard of them. Well, I haven't either. Yeah, I haven't seen Daily, Daily Wire is Ben Shapiro's company. A very fun loving guy. <laughs> well, his well, I don't even know who guy, he is. Who is he? The unlikely name Jeremy Boring. Uh, well, that's very funny. Who's not boring at all? He's actually they're actually doing some interesting stuff. But I'm sure uh, they're doing great stuff, or else you wouldn't bring them up. Yeah, they are, uh, and it's 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 getting a lot of attention. Daily Wire put out that movie, uh, "What Is a Woman," um, by Matt Walsh, and uh, that's that's uh, being widely shared, but also attacked by you know gender maniacs. But uh, I've never making, heard that. Thinking, what, it's called "What Is a Woman." Yeah, what is a woman? And he, why, Judy? You you know me very well. Why am I never heard of this? Because it's not in the. It's not you. <clears throat> listen, if if you he, were to read more of the online sites and not the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Times, and whatever you read, but when you read the conservative media sites, you're more in the know on this one. 
Now, if you go to Breitbart, they're, they're pumping, they've been pumping their, that movie, My Son Hunter, with Robert Davi endlessly. Daily Wire has their own stuff. So yeah, I'm not talking about content like that, though. I'm not. I don't believe that's the content. I'm, ben Shapiro, ben, ben, if you want to know who Ben Shapiro is, he's one of the biggest conservative firebrands out there. He's, he's, he, he's he, nowhere, nobody's, he's, he's extremely bright, but he's missing the one thing that you people like Ben Stein have, and that's empathy and that's sympathy. He doesn't really, he's, he, he could win any conversation, but at what cost? And, so, and often at times it's the cost of repelling people because he has no love when he speaks. And that's what I'm referring to uh, is, is John Hughes was, was, was the godfather of, bring, of, of our society of, of love and how, and, and I do believe that there are more people out there like that that could write movies that aren't called I am a woman or and my son Hunter real movies based on American and Christian and Judeo values like hey, John, there's a movie called I am a woman or what is a woman or what is a woman or what, what's it called quadruple what is a woman what is a woman that's my point you're right they could make these political movies I don't care about these political movies I care about the movies in 150 years nobody's going to talk about that they'll talk about Ferris and they'll talk about planes trains and automobiles and you'll have a bunch of people like uh doing the how do you pronounce your last name Edie McClure or McClurg uh, McClurg going gobble 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 and uh, and uh you know and and, and he has the best line in just, just so many and you'll have people doing that and 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 that and that to me is how you get back to the basics it's by it, it's through it's through that medium that's just my it may, it may be banned it may be banned by that time but i mean it may be banned by that time I'm, it's it's 19 uh it's 2022 i have my birthday in a few days very very few days and uh for my birthday I, my wife is giving me a bentley convertible does does that make me different from the ordinary citizen i'd say no because the ordinary citizen does not have a bentley convertible but the ordinary citizen has access to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that's uh, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> this is what you're missing if you uh, if you don't listen. <laughs> the humor of Ben Stein. I got to tell you, I had the this morning and we were running. We've run out of time. But Ben and I had the greatest discussion. I don't know. Was it 11 in the morning or 10 in the morning about life and women and relationships? And I walked away feeling a lot better than I did before that phone call. And uh, I, I, I have to thank him for that. And Ben Boychuk, too, quadruple B, who I spoke about a similar issue with. And I, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. And that's what, as Thanksgiving's coming up, we have to be really grateful for those things we have, not for the things we don't have. And I am, so, I am so grateful that at 11 a.m. I was feeling like crap emotionally for getting stood up and as I like to say God's rejection is my protection or man's rejection whatever it is and uh Ben walked me through it I walked him through stuff and quadruple B told me not to get into it in the first place and uh I'm so grateful for that stuff so thank you Ben I'm grateful for my wife not every not every man has a wife can just write a check for two hundred fifty two thousand dollars from Bentley convertible for him and why is that funny? Somebody has got to drive a convertible. You think that's funny? I mean, a convertible is a perfectly decent kind of car. You, anyway, you, you and Neil Sedaka. 
Is that Neil? Well, Neil is a neighbor of mine. I know. So you guys could have matching cars. I agree. I agree. And he's a and great you, guy. And, and you he's both an have incredible talent. And you both have a, a brilliant, amazing, good-looking um, Filipino, Filipino uh, helpers. Uh, no, 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 no. I have, I have, I have a, I have a, I have a Filipino helper, and I have several of them. And I have also a wonderful, super good uh, Vietnamese yeah. and uh, helper who's just I, the best thing in the whole world. Okay, yes, you're 100%, and we've run out of time, but Bang Boychuk, we're terminally grateful. You've been with us since the start. You're not going to be here. I, I hope you're... Uh, he's you're, not going to be here? What do you mean? When you talk he's not going to be here on Thursday night with us, but he has been here from the beginning, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all the help you do, for all the insight you bring, and uh, what are you going to be doing Thanksgiving and tell people where they could find you? I'll just be doing family stuff but uh and running around a bit but uh you can find me on twitter and on truth social at nice things ben subscribe to my Substack. uh it's called nice things and why you can't have them it's been dormant for a little bit i, I took a little time back time off from it but i'm going back to it that's uh nice things.substack.com and of course check out american greatness at www.amgreatness.com perfect and of course you could find ben stein benstein.substack.com. You could find them on spectator.org. You could find them on Newsmax. Of course, you could find them on Truth Social. And of course, you could find them at the local pavilions. Absolutely. Pavilions, by the way, is the best grocery store there ever was in the history of the world. It's only problem is that the men's room is not kept clean. I would imagine the women's room. I do not. Well, I've never been in the women's room, but I've I've never. Wait a minute. Why haven't I been in the women's room? What is, you know, see, that's, that is what's wrong with so-called freedom is that I, I consider myself a free white man, have never been in a ladies room. Why is that? It's because of a secret, hidden, persuasive prison that has been erected around my brain and my balls to keep me from being able to go into a women's room. I could honestly say when I was drinking, I did probably use the women's room. In fact, I know I did. And uh, you're not missing anything. But Ben, it's it's West Hollywood. It's all gender. It doesn't really matter. Remember, you are who you say you are. So try out the woman's bathroom. If they say anybody, say you identify as a woman. I identify. I hereby identify as a woman. And as an, as a black Israeli Hebrew Hebrewite woman. Okay. On that note, uh, that's all the time we have. I want to say God bless everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God you. God bless America. Yeah. God bless every Marine who fought at Guadalcanal and Peleliu and Vela La Vela. God bless every man and woman who ever fought for this great country. God bless the soul of my uncle Bob who fought hand to hand with the Chinese communists in uh, at the Chosin Reservoir and fighting hand to hand so close to the Chinese communist soldiers that he could smell the noodles on their breath. And that and that is my wife's uncle, and that's an American. And that's an American that gives me hope for our future. Unfortunately, he's been dead for a number of years, but he is an incredible man, and I think his spirit has to live on in at least some people. That's my point. His legacy will live on, and that his legacy is our future. And if not for people like that, we're not here and we wouldn't have a future. And I just, everybody, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We'll see you Thursday night. God bless you all. God bless this great country, the United States of America. Have a great night, everybody. Ben, take us out. 
God bless America, land that I love. <clears throat> Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. God bless you, Kate Smith.